Welcome to the Latin Wealth Podcast, a podcast dedicated to educating the Latino community about entrepreneurship, investing, and business. Yo, what's going on, Latin Wealth family? Welcome to another episode to the Latin Wealth Podcast. And we got another phenomenal guest on the podcast. I'm super excited about today because uh, we're not in Dallas, we're not in Cali. We're in New York City. <laughs> New York City always got the vibe, so uh, I'm excited to be out here. And a little bit about our guest today. Our guest is a partner at this group, which is a marketing agency for influencers and talents, uh, specifically helping manage some of the biggest influencers on social media. And they work with massive brands such as Nike, Puma, Netflix, Red Bull, and a whole lot of other big companies. Um, they only work with big dogs. Only work with big dogs. Nah, I'll say that. I'll say that <laughs> only, you know what I'm saying? Um, but we have the pleasure of having the CEO on the podcast today. Welcome, Mike Rodriguez. How are you doing today, bro? I'm doing wonderful after that, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to bring you to my <laughs> wife. Be like, hey, before I walk in, Chris going to tell you a little bit about me. That was amazing. That was amazing. Oh, man. No, for real, bro. I appreciate you uh, having us at your space Not and sure. having us in New York, man. This means a lot. Um, but yeah, bro, how, how's your day going? You know what I'm saying? I know you're up early at it. You say you were early birds. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, which means I'm old, right? So, <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I'm a very positive individual and that's like my personal life and it's like try to translate that to the business, mm -hmm. um, you know. I always look, I'm a person, I look at the glass, that whole half full, half mm -hmm. empty. Everything is always half full. Yeah. I always tell people, if it's half empty to you, finish your drink and just please get away from me. Mm. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, yeah. I'm just super positive and it's not because it's a trendy thing. I mm. feel like positivity is trendy, which is great yeah. to throw out into the universe, but I'm really I'm really that person. I'm not saying I'm always, yeah. you know, skipping down the block, right, but, right. you know. But I'm good, bro. I'm yeah. good. I'm happy that you're here. I appreciate, yeah. you, you know, you yeah. even coming and... Like I told you, even off off camera, like what you're really doing for the yeah. community and stuff like that, I appreciate that. For sure. And where does that where does that positivity come from? Um, I want to say my mom. To be mm -hmm. honest with you, um, I grew up like that. Uh, you know, we had some trials and tribulations, but it's like my mom is a life coach now, mm -hmm. um, and I went through my own own things, and you know, I'm constantly evolving mm -hmm. as a person. You know, um, I'm never ashamed to say my age. You know, I'm 48 years old. You know, some people be like, oh, no, nah, this is just what it is, right? What it is, yeah. The white didn't come just, you know, I didn't yeah. a ask for that, you know? Um, but I, I want to say it's my, it, it's my upbringing and just being around that. And I really realized that being around that energy, mm -hmm. you know, I was always taught, tell me who your friends are. I'll tell you who you are. Um, and I see it and I've noticed it and I've had that experience in seeing hey, if I'm in this circle, you kind of see what the vibe is. And then when you come over here, it's like, I want to be around this. And you see it, you know, in the day, you know, day-to-day -day life. Um, but that's really probably where yeah, it comes no. from, from from the home. And as a parent, I realized yeah, that too. I heard that. So talk to us about your home and you growing up. Uh, you're obviously from New York. Yeah, yeah. Um, talk to us what part, you know what I'm saying? How was how was life growing up in New York? Um, you know, I'm... I always say like I'm. I say I'm from Earth, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, yeah. but it's it's it, it's New York, and I've I've traveled a little bit. Um, the the home, the core was in the Bronx. Um, my grandmother, who meant everything to me, had a bar for forty years in the Bronx. Um, the entrepreneur spirit was heavy in my mm. in my family. Um, I'm into sports, so growing up, I like seriously. My if if I talk about my childhood, it was. 
my mom would be in network marketing meetings. Like just even those things. Like mm. I'm not a fan of it, right? Been right, down that right, road. Right. Um, but the thing is, is that you know, I grew up. I don't want to say grew up in the bar. That sounds crazy, right? Mm-hmm. I was young, but I saw what my grandmother did. She always spoke to me. She she came from Puerto Rico. Came here, you know, started a driving business mm. at first, right? To, you know, to, you know, driving school, and then she had the bar, right? So it was always like that. And then my mom. Um, had an advertising specialties mm. business, which we would call merch today. Um, and she had a partner, and then she decided to go on her own. And at 10 years old, I named her company. I gave her her slogan, and then I got her her first three orders. Mm. So, And that was from my school, right? I'm 10. My mom takes me to the Bahamas. Mm. She's like, this is your commission. So, like, these are, little, wow. these are little things that, you know, as I got older, I realized what it is, right? Now... That's powerful, though. Yeah, the name of the company wasn't anything crazy. The slogan wasn't anything crazy. But what my mom, I don't think she realizes what she did, right? Because that set that business aspect, like, wow, I did this. Now, the three orders, I definitely did. I remember Mm -hmm. going to my coaches and be like, yo, you know, my mom's doing blah, blah, blah. And being able to see, oh, wow, if I do this, I get that, Mm -hmm. right? And then, you know, throughout even high school, I was working with her, you know, Doing data entry, answering mm. phones before my voice got deeper. Mm. Oh, that was a, that's a nice that's a nice girl you have working for you know, <laughs> you know those type of things. But oh, man. it was just it was it was that it was sports like that was my upbringing. Like my parents got divorced when I was five. Mm. Thank God for my stepfather. I mean, I'm very close with my biological father. I was fortunate enough to have a stepmother, a stepfather, and everybody got along. Mm. It was amazing. There was no conflict. Um, so I grew up kind of in a good space. Like I always say my difficulties because between 18 and 22, that's a completely different story. Like Mm. I kind of went off, Mm. right? Like I was not me. I kind of, I was finding myself. I always say I was having difficulty becoming a man. It was Mm. that boy to a man transition. Um, and then I was in music. Mm -hmm. Um, that's how I started with management. Um, so why, if, if we could, why were you having difficulty becoming, you know, transitioning from a boy to a man? Like what was it? I, what, what was happening was was, your environment. well, what happened is, is that I was into sports, right? Mm-hmm. So what happens is, is that I play. My height didn't. I loved basketball, mm-hmm. but I realized at a certain point I was like, okay, yeah, I think baseball I have a better shot. Um, and I was just an athlete. I had a scholarship that I gave up for a female, and mm-hmm. that's where everything kind of went south. Gotcha. Um, it's not my wife. That would have been a great story, but it's not. <laughs> um, you know, and I had difficulty. I was de- dealing with a lot, right? Because when that happened, I got like depressed Mm. I started I never did anything I started drinking started smoking like I was doing things that I was never doing and there was so much going on you know I was always told hey because my dad he came out of Harlem you know went to school got his master's got it like I was told hey follow your dad right my mom and my stepfather were entrepreneurs right Mm -hmm. so but they were like, hey, mimic your dad. And it was always like I had to be my dad. I had to be my dad. For me, that's what was my perception. And then I felt like I disappointed everybody. So I really went through some stuff, bro, mm-hmm. like a lot. And, you know, fortunately, I had the foundation where I came out of it. You know what I mean? Um, and, you know, now, like I said, that's 20-some-odd years ago, which is crazy. Mm. But, um, you know, I'm big on that, even with, with business, with our talent. The mm-hmm. person is the most important, and mindset is more important than anything else. Because if you don't have that, yeah. you're kind of, kind of done. But I know I love that. So, and that kind of leads me to the next thing. Um, this, which is the name of your company, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's an acronym for trust, honesty, integrity, and success. Correct. Um, I mean, I love that. I mean, what 
companies like you know a lot of people out here they don't stand on morals and principles right mm -hmm. and i think i was i don't know if you guys still do this but i was listening to an interview and you guys do something a little different where like in the first 90 days y'all don't do no paperwork mm -hmm. which that's nuts mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so mm -hmm. usually people see talent and they just want to immediately like give them a slap them with a 360 or something like that right yeah. so i would love for you to talk about um you know how you came up with that acronym and you know why are you guys trying to do something different like that? Like, why are you guys going in a different direction? Right. So, I, with my partner, Don, we ended up meeting. Like, we met on, it's it's funny, we met on social media, right? A friend of ours um, kind of, like, connected us. We asked, hey, well, how's this guy? How's this mm -hmm. guy? And, and and I used to do videos called, uh, like, I used to do good morning, good morning, every morning, and try to give, like, a little gem to mm -hmm. whoever was watching or whoever needed um, on Don, social media. Yeah, 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 yeah on yeah, IG, yeah. yeah. So uh, Don reached out. It's like, yo, we should link up. And then the joke is, is that I dubbed him. That I was like, yeah, 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 yeah sure. <laughs> you know, that's it. I'm telling you, bro. Like, it's hilarious. And I look back, I said, damn, bro, I was a little, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, but long story short, we ended up meeting um, in his office at the time. And it was supposed to be an hour meeting, like when you, you know, meet. And we ended up being there for like three hours. Mm. And we just, it was just finding somebody that was like me, yeah, you know, right. like, same value, same more. It was just like, and scorn too, like been through it where, you know, got screwed over, right? In a lot of situations. So I went home. The next day I woke up, took a shower, and I called him. I said, yo, bro, I know we just met yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I know this is going to sound weird, but just hear me out. And what was, year was this? This was 2020. Mm -hmm. 2020. I said. Before pandemic or after? Okay. Right before we met, really? I think I want to say January because this is our third year. So we met in January of 2020. Mm. Um, yeah, that's and that's crazy. when and that's when this conversation happened. I said, "Don't take this the wrong way." <laughs> I was in the shower. I was thinking about you. Oh. Hold on. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, but I said, I said, "Yo, we should come together as a company. Like we should form like this coalition. Mm. We need to call it this group. It's it needs to stand for trust, honesty, integrity, success." And we rock. And he was like, and he was like, "Yo." Definitely. Mm. I was like, I'm going to call my man in L.A. Like, we were really trying to put this coalition together. Mm. Um, and now it ended up after all of going through things and people trying to work out, it just ended up being me and Don and our CFO. Mm. Um, and it was just really the different approach was this industry, how we look at it is like the influencer market is like how hip-hop was, mm -hmm. right? Where brands started to take advantage and especially the black and brown, right? They're like, hey, dance. Do this. I know this is popping. I'm going to give you $20. I'm just using that number. Mm -hmm. Give you $20 and go ahead. And people would take it because it's like, damn, I'm only doing this and I'm getting this money. But the difference is with hip-hop now, like, we know what that was. Mm -hmm. So Don and I are like, we're not letting that happen here. Yeah. And that's really how we do that. That's why when people, as far as contract, we're not, you know, there's transactions clearly, but we're not transactional. Right. Mm -hmm. If I meet you, I meet, I meet you, Chris, and you're, you're talented and like, all right, let's have a conversation. Let's see. Like representation and management is different for us. We represent we have like with a partnership, we have about two billion in reach. Right. But with management, it's very small and we're selective. So when somebody comes and says, hey, I think, you know, I need a manager or somebody reference. It's it's almost like an interview. Oh, Mike, we always get. Oh, Mike, I got, you know, like 300,000 follow. Mm -hmm. I don't care about that. Mm -hmm. What's your name? What's your real name? Not your IG name. What's your name? Oh, my name is, you know, Jim. All right, Jim, let me talk to you. 
how'd you why'd you start doing this family like really getting to know the person because at the end of the day management and a client that's a relationship, relationship. and i don't want to sit there and look at the phone and be like mm. Yo, bro, yeah, what's up? No, I want to see if you're a good person. We need to see that because we're going to put our time and effort into you. And that, that first, 30, uh, first 90 days is kind of like, let's see what's up, mm-hmm. right? Let's see where we're at because I also make the analogy of if you meet somebody in, in, a, in a club or whatever, right, and y'all vibe and y'all hit it off and you're like, all right, come live with me. Be like, whoa, I just met you. We cool, mm-hmm. but let's see. Mm-hmm. So we do that and, you know, again, it's unconventional yeah people don't do that it is what it is but at the end of the day if you don't want to be i don't want to lock you down like mm. who wants to do that yeah. who wants to go through that hassle right so you know we actually care about our clients we we're, we're, we're trying to build our clients it's not just about what can we squeeze out of you we don't convince our clients to do things we have conversations and we try to build them up build their career because they have people i'm sure that they want to put on mm-hmm. and do whatever so we can help you with that you know, that's what we try to do. No, that's powerful because, you know, how many times these creators may come to you and, you know, initially they may not have a whole lot. Right. You know what I'm saying? Let's be honest. Like a lot of creatives, they're trying to figure out a way to make money and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they're getting a little bag here and there. Mm-hmm. And I love that you guys have the mindset. Like, we don't want to take that from you off top. Yeah. You know, we want to help you. You said it a couple of times. We want to build you up. Right. And there's a lot of people out there that just want, like I said, they want to hit you with, like, I need half of everything. Which you know, and then we'll make something happen, right? And honestly, uh, I won't get to the specifics, but like even with this podcast, like I've been in situations like damn near signed it where like, yo, uh, we can help you get you here. Uh, we just need damn near 40% of everything. And it's like, now you got to take a step back and really analyze that. And like you said, for the black and brown community, um, we need to get more educated about that, right? Because we hear like, yo, you can get us with, with uh, Spotify or Apple specifically and that sounds good, or like, yo, we can give you, um, you know, what, what is it? The uh, when they give you the the money, the advance, I'll give you a fifty thousand dollar advance up front, and it sounds good for the people that don't have it yet, but um, it may not be the best outcome for them on the back end. And I love you that you guys take them through that process, that ninety days, fill them out, and I'm I'm sure it's, you know, what I'm saying it's probably real casual. You know what I'm saying? It's oh, like, yeah. Yeah, it's because like, it's also... I'm trying to learn about you. Learn, right, you know and it's saying? also setting expectations, right? We're not signing anything. We're here, you know, let's let's just figure this figure this out. Something else that we do as well is, especially because not every creator immediately, you know, comes here and they're making, you know, 10 grand, 20 grand, 30 grand, 50 grand, you know. Some are on the come up. They're making a couple of hundred dollars. Yeah. Maybe it's out, you know? Yeah. So what we do is anything... $500 or less, we don't take a cut. Mm-hmm. Because at $500, 20% of that is $100. Now, we, we've, we've built ourselves, right? What is, not, with all due respect, what is $100 going to do for us whereas somebody's coming? That might be your sell bill. Yeah, that's fact. So, we want to build you. Yeah. And that's, that's how you have to show it. Mm-hmm. Right, because you could talk all day, right? This whole industry, and I put this in the entertainment industry, music, all that, everybody, everybody talks the talk, right? Mm-hmm. And it's everybody. like, yeah, 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 oh, trust me, blah, blah, blah. But in our community, especially, money talks, right? Mm-hmm. So when I'm telling you I'm going to work for you and I'm going to get you, I'm going to work this deal, but I'm not going to take anything from it because I want to help you and build you. Whether you want to or not, that's an action step that's taken to show you mm-hmm. you can trust us, mm-hmm. right? 
and and it's not manipulation it's just what it is like you know that that's just how we feel and we're very different and it's okay i'll take that you know i know what this industry is you know mm -hmm. i think it's like now whatever it's a certain couple billion and then it's the next few years they said 25 billion it's mm -hmm. gonna be it's money just mm -hmm. like hip-hop when it started seeing old money okay let's get in there mm -hmm. but you don't know what it is and when you, you don't actually care about mm -hmm. us mm -hmm. us meaning creators right because i'm a creative at heart i started as a dancer right so i understand you know art is never wrong right however you do your podcast is not wrong this is a form of art right however For you sure. speak and how you do it nobody can tell you that it's wrong now if you're talking business and there's certain things hey maybe there's some adjustments mm -hmm. but this is your this is your heart mm -hmm. like hey this is what i want to speak about this mm -hmm. is how i want to deliver it nobody can tell you that yeah. you know um we actually just care like i said mm -hmm. we actually actually care and clearly a lot of these wmes and uh, you know caas all these companies have been around for a while clearly they make more money on the, their bottom line is mm -hmm. clearly more than us mm -hmm. but the check check in five years we're gonna be there and also We'll be in that room, and I'll what what I would hey you might have a little bit more money. You might, how many lives have you changed? Mm. How many people have you empowered? Because yeah. that's how we're about. We're not bosses. Bosses want power. We're leaders. Yeah. We want to empower. That's like our thing. No, for real. And I, I love that because I mean, just being here for an hour or so, I'm watching how y'all operate, and y'all operate like a family. You know, what I'm yeah, saying y'all yeah. leaning on each other. You guys, you know, chopping it up. Mm -hmm. You know, what I'm saying it's no like no secrets. No, none of that. I can I can tell just by being here for that this amount of time. Yeah. So, um, so you and Don, you tell Don that that idea. Um, he's on board. So, what's the next step for you guys? Getting talent? Do you already have the connection? No, no. Well, well, we literally just started because it's funny what how we got into this partnership was for our talent, right? So, I had Chicle and Maleni, right, and gotcha, I had built gotcha. them, right. So, in this relationship, that was my son and daughter. Yeah. Let's just say, Don had his client which was jufu who gotcha. was big on TikTok, you know music you know got his deal with universal so we our thought process you know for the both of us was hey for me i was like well don might have more relationships that could help out chicle and Maleni. Mm -hmm. and he was like damn mike might have some relationships mm -hmm. that'll help up jufu and that's how it started but in my process i had relationships too like with the ken stars and mm -hmm. commodore like we were you know I would get deals in certain situations yeah. because what happens is, is that when you're a genuine individual, and I am, and that's why Don was the same way, it was like, okay, we loved how we worked and how this went. It was smooth. Who else you got? Mm. Didn't have anybody. I didn't want to do that. I'd have, I've had people come, hey, can you manage me? But I didn't want that because I, I wanted to get Chicle and Maleni to a point where I felt that, I don't want to say that it was coasting, mm -hmm. but that they were good because I look at Chile like a son. So I was like, y'all was, the, his first six months that I got with him, I didn't take any bread, mm. like nothing. I was like, yo, I'm going to go so you can see, right? Um, and when did, you, when did you get with him? 2017. Gotcha. So, you know, um, that was July of 2017. Mm -hmm. We were at a meeting with, uh, it was the first meeting, mm -hmm. actually, with Title Rock Nation, that they wanted to give him a web series deal. And we got downstairs. He was like, I'm like, I had no idea what the hell they were talking about. And mm -hmm. I was like, and I had taken three years off. Like, I was done. That's a whole other conversation. Mm -hmm. But I was, like, done with all of this. But for him, I was like, yeah, you know, because he's my mm -hmm. uncle yeah. through marriage. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'll go. And he was like, yo, basically it was like, Mike, can you do this? And I said, yep. So I said, these next six months, bro, I know you know Uncle Mike. Mm -hmm. I'm going to show you manager, Mike. Mm. I don't want any money from you. I'm just going to let's go. 
Mm. And that's what we did. And then January of the, the following year, we started, we had Millenni, mm. and then we just built it out. And what did that first six months look like for y'all? Like, I mean, this is still a relatively new space. So was it just like pushing out content, trying to grow? What did it look like? Yeah, well, it was at that time, it was like hostings. I, re I remember the first time we went to... Um, this little lounge right mm, he was like yo okay, okay yeah he was like yo this dude wants you know me to come through he, he was like yo i was like all right so we'll go mm -hmm. and i don't rec he, he really wasn't getting money from this mm -hmm. as of yet and i you know came out i was like yo i'm gonna give you 350 in a bottle 350 dollars in, in a, a bottle. bottle and he was like what i'm with it you know what i mean mm -hmm. you're gonna pay me to go chill because what i want to do and then it just kind of you know, went from there, and obviously the consistency. And to me, he's a, he's amazing. He's mm -hmm. he, he's a creative uh, genius. I know people use that word a lot, but I see a lot of what goes on with it. You know, I never why we work so well is because mm -hmm. um, I'm a creative, and he can throw ideas to me, but I don't stifle it. Mm -hmm. Right? Like you have to be okay with that. And they allowed me to do the business, and mm -hmm. the trust was a big thing. Right? So mm -hmm. that's where you have to. You know where it has to happen um and i also played my role mm. you know like it was very difficult for him when we go to hostings i would you know take your jacket yo you need water what do you you know it's like yo mike what are you doing? i said bro when we're in the car i'm your uncle here i'm your manager and i gotta take care of you i don't care if i'm 20 years older than you mm -hmm. you are my client and that, and i mm. was able to play that mm. and i think a lot of younger people can't because yeah. their egos involved like, oh. yo my man grabbing your jacket he used to wipe your ass, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Like, So um, I think that's why it worked, and I think, you know, I wish I was at this position when I was 25, but that just wasn't mm. my calling. Where I'm at, I'm in the best space, and I think I needed to do this, and it's okay. I'm, most of the time, I'm the oldest guy in the room, and I don't care, mm -hmm. right? I just know because I'm aware. Like, I know, that I'm, I know that I'm not 22, but I also know I was 22, yeah. but when I was 22, it's not the same as being 22 today. So I don't sit there, and I never disrespect where you're at in your life because things are different. Mm -hmm. Yes, again, I was, but this is different. And once you start to understand that, that's when you're able to speak because it's not the, you know, that whole, oh, my day, and please, mm -hmm. please. But we had the conversation. I said, I can learn from you. I learned mm -hmm. from my 12-year-old. It yeah. It's not, I know everything. I have experience, yes. There's scenarios, I sit there, but I respect everybody for who they are, what they are, and I allow people to be themselves, and I just try to do whatever I can do. Yeah, you know? no, I love that you you have such an open mind, especially with the creative process. Yeah. You know, I'm sure he's throwing ideas at you that you're just like, That's, I, I've never, I didn't think about that, I've never, like, what, what's up with this? Because at the end of the day, damn near any idea is a, could be a good idea Absolutely. as long as you execute on it. Absolutely. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the person that thought of paper clips someone was probably telling them that's a bad idea but we use it every day of our lives you know what i'm saying so i love that you are open-minded about you know especially with the youngins that are bringing new ideas to the table and you're like all right let's let's execute on it you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying i love that you still use paper clips <laughs> <laughs> by the way i don't know if i still use them you might say no 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 for real though um so dope so now fast forward now what are some of the services that you guys offer to your clients, to the talents that you have on board um, for the people that are curious out there? Um, well, it's clearly it started as management. Um, because of our relationships, it started, turned into marketing. 
and now we're in media. We just uh, signed a, uh, with a network for one of our clients to have, to have a show. We're about to start shooting that um, in the next few weeks. Um, right now, we're at a point, I think, we're capped for mm -hmm. talent, mm -hmm. right? Somebody's like, oh, what does that have to do? Somebody be managed with you. We need more managers. Mm -hmm. That's what we need, right? I want younger people that are, you know, punctual. Like, that's what I'm... That, Ideally, that's what I'm looking for. We just had a meeting last week with like two others that we think is going to be dope um, because right now Don and I are in the overseeing aspect of it. Um, we definitely focus on the marketing aspect. I love that because I get to be creative with that. Mm -hmm. Brand comes, you know, we work according to your budget, right? We never say, oh, it's the cost this, it costs that. What's your budget? What are you trying to do? I let you know if we can do that. We try to, you know, mm -hmm. we don't care if it's your money or our money. We always want to make the money stretch. Um but the marketing, I get to get creative, right? We get to speak about, hey, we were thinking about doing this. This mm -hmm. is the idea. We can do this. We can do that. Um, and the media side is, like, a passion for me, too. Mm -hmm. You know, Don handles, like, more of the music side. Like, I, I think I'm scorned from music, right? I, I love it, you know? Um, but I just don't want to deal with it. Like, I'm mm -hmm. like I'm over it. Like, yeah, everybody right, yeah. in, the, in the team will tell you, yeah, the music, yeah. I'm like, don't want no parts of that. Like, mm -hmm. I'll speak about it, like, mm -hmm. marketing and strategy. But I don't want to get, like, I'm not, yeah. I don't want none of that. But, um, yeah, it's management, marketing, and media right now. And then we have this space, which is a completely other aspect uh, of the business, too. We're going to bring an education piece dope, to it. Dope. Um, shifting gears a little bit, I would love, since you said you're, you're 47, 48. 48. 48. We'll go with 47. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said we go with 47. <laughs> Not 48. Um, so you've been having this entrepreneurship mindset for a while. Mm -hmm. Talk to us about being prepared to hear the word no as an entrepreneur. You know what I'm that, saying? I'm sure you got the door shut on you a couple of times. Yeah. Um, there might be some young people out there that are looking up to you like, man, I'm getting turned down. I can't build relationship with clients. How did you deal with those no's early on? And even to maybe recently. Yeah, I mean, it's in the beginning, it's very tough, right? Because, you know, you hear all of these no's and then you get into a position where it's great when you're the one to be able to say no. Mm. And that's where we're at. I always tell people the power of no is incredible. Right. Right. Now, on the come up, you're going to hear that. You have to hear that. I remember being in, you know, when I was managing music and artists and up and coming and I'd be in, let's, Epic, right? And somebody say, hey, come up for a meeting. And I remember, I remember this vividly. Being in the office, you know, hey, come up at, let's just say, 1 o'clock. Yeah, I was up there for six hours before the dude like saw me, and I'm, I'm like, you know, when I look back, what does that say? That says that I don't have anything else to do, mm. <laughs> right? But it's the come up. You have to do that. You gotta hear no. I I tell my kids this. I tell everybody that, you know, it's it's there's a lot of cliches that are out there, but they're true, right? The more no's you hear, the closer you are to a yes. But it, there's like there's always that in parentheses like. You can't, oh, uh, you know, January I go, and they said no. And then August I went, and they said no. If you're doing that, you're not working. Mm. And now you're the, whoa, oh, I'm always hearing no, but you're not even doing anything, yeah. right? Yeah. There was a situation, I had a family member, like, it's like, oh, I need money. Not asking me for money. They were just talking to me, like, yo, I need, I need money. I was like, well, are you looking for a job? Nah, I got to get a loan. I got to figure this out. I said, but why don't, and I'm mm -hmm. a big energy and universe mm -hmm. guy. I'm like, why don't you just start looking for a job? Mm -hmm. And things will, things will happen. Yeah. And people don't believe, when you don't believe, you have to believe that. Yeah. But 
people want answers. They want, give it to me now. Figure this out. Boom. And and that is the biggest detriment to anybody mm. because you sit there and it's like, oh, they told me no. And then you get in your own head, the stories. Maybe maybe, maybe you weren't experienced enough. Mm. That's okay. But now you know what you just got? Experience. Mm. I'm being somewhere. And maybe you said no. And maybe you're, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Okay, great. Because there's going to be things that's going to happen. Because trust me, I'm 48. I remember when... The first meetings that I went, I, you know, I thought I was who I was. I remember going to a record label and they they, they reached out, right, where the leverage is great when they reach out. And I walked in there, I was like, yeah, it was a single, what, do you, what are you guys looking for? I was like, I'm looking for half a million dollars. Mm. Dudes thought I was crazy. I learned from that, mm. right? You know, so you have to embrace the no's and people don't like to. It's like, how, does, how is that possible? No, you have to embrace the no because... When you start to look at that, it's like, okay, I just learned from that. Mm -hmm. That's how you got to look at everything. Everything is an experience. Everything, everything, everything. So if you're gonna know, it's cool. Yeah. Just you know, figure it out. It's the mindset. That's all. That's all. No, I love that because that's how I operate too. I I say the same thing to my wife. I'd be like, you know, how do she's like, if I go through something that's considered a failure, I'm like, I don't see it as a failure. It's just a lesson learned. Yeah. And what can I learn from the situation? And like you said. Every no is getting you closer to that one yes. Yeah. And you only need one yes. Of course. Of you know course. What I'm so um, you mentioned shifting gears a little bit more. You mentioned your family, you mentioned your sons a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd love for you to dive into just how do you balance being an entrepreneur and having, I think you have three boys and mm-hmm. a wife, being a family man, making sure that everybody gets the proper energy and love that they deserve. Um, how do you balance that? Um, you prioritize things, yeah. right? And that's why, like, for me and Don, we're, we're family men, right? And we say, don't tell me you don't have time. Mm. With all the stuff that we got going on and we still make time to do what we got to mm-hmm. do, um, you know, I'm, I'm a very active husband. I'm a very active father, mm-hmm. right? So I wake up, and even though my wife could do it, I want to take my son to school. Mm. I, I try to f- maneuver my meetings and everything around being able to get back in time to pick up my son Mm -hmm. because i don't want to be the guy that's i've never wanted to be the guy that's the dad or the husband that is just like hey i make the money here it is i got home kick my feet up where's my dinner like i'm 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 not that at all i wasn't raised in that Mm -hmm. you know i was raised my stepfather took wonderful care of my mom like he's 76 she's gonna be 70 they're gonna be 76 and 75 and they're madly in love with each other Right, I mm-hmm. saw my stepfather and how he moved. I saw him build a business too. I saw my mom, all of that. Um, it's just priorities, but sometimes something has to sacrifice. Like for me, like I always tell people, I don't want to waste my time with certain things, and I'm able to do that now. Whereas before, on the come up, it's hard mm-hmm. to do that because you have to figure out what's a waste and what's not, right? And then you have to be okay if you make the decision that that was a waste and oh that blew up or whatever. Take that and understand that. But for me. If I'm gonna do something, and it's gonna be time out of the out of the house, it has to be worth it because I'm here. Please don't waste my time because I could be home with my son. I could right. be hit, helping him head off the tee, whatever. Just talking, being with my wife, whatever it is, right? So you have to learn. Like the, I don't think that I don't think anybody can give you the answer of mm-hmm. how do you do that. You right. have to see your life because mm-hmm. your life might be different than mine. Right, your schedules and how it is, and priorities. Pri- uh, priorities might be like, yeah, I just love watching movies, and I want to watch. Make sure every Friday I'm home watching movies. For me, 
I've tried to carve out the weekends. Um, as we've been growing and business has gotten bigger, it's kind of like now it's just kind of Sundays. <laughs> um, but even, even even that, I try to have that, like, create that. But I'm able to do that. And, again, I'm not trying to say I'm that guy, but you create what you want. Nobody can mm-hmm. tell you what you want to do. So, oh, you know, you're not making $25 million a year, so you can't stop. You know, we live in this money over everything, and that's not what it is. Like, for us, at least, I'm passionate over everything, you know, and – I know society is like, you know, got to get the bag, chase the bag. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't say chase the bag. I say pick up your luggage. Mm. That's the money that's there for you. Mm-hmm. It's right here. Let me, this is for me. Yeah. But you chasing money and chasing yeah. money. You know, my family is everything. My family is everything. Like I said, I love my wife. I love being a father. You know. Um, that's dope. You know. That's super dope. I always tell people, like, for me, I feel like when people ask that question, I just wanted to see what you would say. But mm-hmm. to me, there there really is no balance mm-hmm. because for how I operate, like you said, it depends for everybody else. But I feel like it's seasons. Like right now, I'm in a season where this is really important, mm-hmm. and my wife understands that, and she's gonna fully support it. Mm-hmm. And there may be season where like I need to pour maybe more into my health, or maybe mm-hmm. hit the gym more often. Or it's yeah. just like it's just kind of an ebb and flow. You know what I'm saying? I and um, I don't know if anybody can ever be perfectly balanced no. with like work is on point family's on point you know what i'm saying there might be some times where you got to pour into it you know, yeah you but think about that nothing comes without a sacrifice For sure. so if you are balanced then you're probably an average person mm. which is fine that's a bar. that's fine no yeah that's cool you know when i when i was in the bronx and i got my job i had worked for verizon right and i got my job yo dudes on my block was like you good you could retire. Mm-hmm. You straight. It's a union job. What? You got... My man, you great. I don't want... That's That might be great. That might be your end though. Yeah. Like, I didn't say that. Nah, that's what's up. Appreciate that. But I had that other... Was, that was just a step. Other... Yeah, it was just it was just what I had to do at the moment, mm-hmm. right? It was just what it was. But again, everybody's perception is different. And then, you know, you take it a step further. It's like, you know, some, some of those people just knew the block. Mm-hmm. They weren't mm-hmm. exposed to certain things, so that was their end all be all. Maybe they were raised talking about you got to get a union job, you can only be a cop, or whatever, whatever mm-hmm. it is. I don't know, you know. And you just don't, you just don't know what yeah. it is. But again, for me, that just wasn't my end all. But you know, I always say that you gotta have sacrifice. And like you said, I, I agree with that. I like that. You know, it is seasons. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's powerful because it kind of goes back to how you were brought up. You said at ten years old, you went to the Bahamas. Yeah. So you know, like, there's more than just the Bronx. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. know that if you put the work in as an entrepreneur, like, you can go to Puerto Rico like you just did with your family. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? So you already knew, like, nah, this is just a step for me mm-hmm. to get to where I want to be. Yeah, it's crazy because I've, I've been exposed to a lot, right? Yeah. So I lived in the Bronx, lived in Yonkers, you know, went upstate, went to high school upstate, right, in Putnam County, um, and then came back to the Bronx. And, then, you know, it's just I lived in Arizona for four months when I had to mm-hmm. get out away from the city and, you know, not on no witness protection. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. How was, how was uh, we can start wrapping this thing up, but okay. how was uh, living in Arizona compared to New York? Uh, bro, when, when my time in Arizona, bro, I really thought I was who I was, bro. I was mm-hmm. out there, thought I was on 125th Street. I was, I remember I was in Mesa, Arizona, and I was on my, I, you know, I used to rock bandanas, and I had, when I had hair, I had a little part, mm-hmm. whatever, and I was walking down the block with a radio. Yo, bro, it's crazy. And I was just like, just so, like, when I look back, I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, you're such a clown. But it was mm-hmm. like, 
that was just part of my thing. It was definitely completely, <clears throat> completely, completely different. Um, I almost stayed out there, you know, mm -hmm. like I was like, yo, I was looking for an apartment. I was like, yo, maybe so at that time, rents were match. I was like, damn, I could get a crib, two bedroom for $450 a mm -hmm. month. Nice. You know, but I always tell people it, it's in, I always think it's so incredible that every decision in your life means something and it's it's like almost like the butterfly effect, you know what I'm saying? If you would have stayed out there, we would not be here. No, for sure. So for it's sure. like every decision that you walk through in your life, it, it means something and it definitely needs to be accounted for. You nah, know what I'm saying? Thousand percent. Thousand percent. That's crazy. But yo, uh, Mike, man, I really, really appreciate you coming on the podcast. I yeah, appreciate sure. you letting us use your space. Um, we always ask our guests this one last question before we bounce out, and that is, who is one person that needs to be in the Latin Wealth podcast? The only rule is you got to know them. You got to have, oh, have them in yo, your contact. You, yo, you're mad smart, bro. <laughs> yo. Put them on the yo, spot. Yo, <laughs> I rock with you, bro. Yo, that's, yo, you like the Cali, you small. Put him on the spot. <laughs> no, who, who, as far as because of this whole Latin aspect yeah, of it, it, it's it, it don't matter, bro. It could be anybody. Um, to be honest with you, there's two people you had mentioned. One, I would love to speak to Crazy Legs. Yeah, to, you know that's number one. But um, I had, I mean, I, I, I sit there and talk about all my Spanish influencers. Yeah. You got Ken Stars. Yeah. Um, but. Hugo Sanchez might be a good person. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's uh he's the founder of Modi, the Modi app, mm -hmm. which is um it's kind of like Venmo, PayPal, Cameo, mm -hmm. all mixed in one. So you can literally be paid for your consultation mm -hmm. through an app, and it's awesome. I've been I once I saw the concept probably three years ago, I was like, yeah, bro, that's amazing. And he's a dope person to speak to. Um, so Hugo Sanchez, mm -hmm. I would say. Mm -hmm. Hey, bye, bro. I got you. I yeah, got you. We, we gonna tap in. <laughs> but um, yo, where can people find you if they want to reach out to you if they have any questions? I know you said you know you guys are kind of looking for you know managers right mm -hmm. now. You got you already have a couple candidates. Mm -hmm. But if they just want to connect with y'all, where can they reach out with, to you? Everything, everything you could go to is um, you know IG or this, the, our site uh, thisgroupinc.com or mm -hmm. you know at thisgroupinc.com. Yeah, yeah, and you know awesome. we can find us. Um, at Latin Wealth on Instagram. I'm going to link everything that you just uh, said right now mm -hmm. in the description of this podcast. And with that being said, it's your boy Chris. We'll catch you guys next week. Peace.